Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. At tomorrow's 9 a.m. meeting of the California Fish and Game Commission, a decision is expected on whether to list the Western Joshua Tree on California's threatened species list. The debate has continued for two years, pitting developers, organized labor, and local municipalities against climate scientists, conservationists, and local tourism trades. As the commissioners pointed out at their June meeting, simply listing the Western Joshua Tree will not save it. Only caps on the taking of trees, habitat management, and conservation efforts will give the species a fighting chance. Reporter Mike Lipsitz has more on what to expect tomorrow. Tomorrow's meeting picks up where the Commission's June meeting left off. The June meeting concluded following comment from more than 200 members of the public, but with a conspicuous lack of input from Native American tribal leadership and the absence of a range-wide conservation plan to help assure the species can survive threats posed by climate change, wildfire, and large-scale development. Expectations are that tribal input and a management plan presented tomorrow will lead to a vote. The Western Joshua Tree is at the very top of Wednesday's agenda, but could move to later or even Thursday. New public input will not be heard. The meeting will take place in the Lake Tahoe area, but will be live-streamed. See this story at Z1077FM.com for a link to that feed. And stay close to Z1077 News for more on this developing story. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department has been awarded a grant from the state of California to increase patrols related to traffic safety, and the High Desert's sheriff's stations will see a good share of that funding. The sheriff's 29 Palm Station was allocated more than $26,000, and the Yucca Valley Station was allocated more than $24,000. The grant money will be used to increase enforcement of DUIs, distracted driving, and dangerous road maneuvers that can endanger pedestrians or cyclists, as well as by providing safety training and recertification for officers in field sobriety testing and drug recognition. The grant was provided by California's Office of Traffic Safety through the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The 29 Palms City Council meets tonight with plans to introduce new city employees and discuss an expansion of the business loan improvement program. Reporter Heather Clisby has a look at the agenda. Tonight, the 29 Palm City Council faces a short agenda that begins with introductions of more new city employees. The council will then discuss the possible expansion of the business loan improvement program. Last year, the council created the matching loan program for businesses exclusively within the downtown-specific plan. The funds could only be used for upgrading or repairing the outside of buildings. There have been just four applicants to engage the program, which is why the council may expand the boundaries of eligibility. Just $160,000 has been applied for and just $40,000 has been distributed out of a $350,000 allotment. The new boundaries may include commercial properties on Adobe Road from Amboy Road to the north of Sullivan Road in the south and on Highway 62 from Encelia in the west to Cienega Road in the east. The meeting takes place on Tuesday, October 11th, beginning at 6 p.m. at City Hall, 6136 Adobe Road, and can be live-streamed or viewed on demand via the city's website, 29palms.org. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. 
After reviewing native plant permits, the Yucca Valley Planning Commission will consider a request for approval for a construction and development project previously analyzed under the California Environmental Quality Act. Reporter Hillary Sloan is here with the details. Scheduled for tonight's meeting are several native plant permits in the consent agenda. The commissioners will also review a quick quack car wash permit request for the construction and development of an approximate 3,596 square foot automated car wash with a drive-through at the northwest corner of 29 Palms Highway and Balsa Avenue. The project is being reviewed under CEQA. The Planning Commission meeting is at 6 p.m. in the Yucca Valley Community Center, Yucca Room, 57090-29 Palms Highway. For a link to the Zoom meeting, see this story at Z1077FM.com. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. Tonight, the Morongo Unified School District Board of Trustees will meet at Joshua Tree Elementary for their regular board meeting. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart has a review of their agenda. Tonight, MUSD Board of Trustees meet at Joshua Tree Elementary with closed session at 5.30 and open session beginning at 6 p.m. Action items include resolution to certify all MUSD students be provided with standard aligned textbooks, approval of confidential settlement between MUSD and parent of student, a request to approve architectural and design services for Phase Two upgrades at various sites, and a resolution to declare the week of October 23rd to 31st Red Ribbon Week for anti-drug awareness. In addition, there will be a budget transfer report as well as a quarterly investment report. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. If all goes as expected at tonight's 6 p.m. meeting of the Bighorn Desert View Water Agency, Adding a new water meter to an undeveloped property in Landers or Flamingo Heights goes up 3.44%. For someone adding a three-quarter or one-inch meter, that facilities charge will set them back $14,641. Reporter Mike Lipsitz rejoins us with more on tonight's meeting. If approved, that increase goes into effect in 60 days. Another resolution expected to be approved this evening is a 50% increase to $2,200 for the installation of that new meter. That figure reflects the agency's actual cost for time and materials and is evidence of inflation's sting throughout our economy. Other business, staff and directors reports, and public comments are also on tonight's agenda. Mask-wearing members of the public are invited to attend in person at the agency's board meeting office under the old water tower on Cherokee Trail in Landers. Remote participation is also an option. See this story at Z1077FM.com for instructions and links. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. Later today, they will hold a do-over docent meeting for both new and seasoned volunteers at the Joshua Basin Water District. The August meeting was canceled due to triple-digit temperatures. Today's hour-long session starts at 5 p.m. in the district's WaterWise Demonstration Garden, located at the district office at Choyita Road and Park Boulevard in Joshua Tree. The focus will be on the garden's variety of plants used by Native Americans and early settlers. To join in this free training session, RSVP to a link in this story at Z1077FM.com. Bring a chair and a friend for this enjoyable hour in the garden. This year's Pioneer Days Parade will feature some familiar voices in a new location. The 86th annual parade starts at 10 a.m. this Saturday and will follow the same route from years past, starting on State Route 62 at Split Rock, going east to Adobe Road, and then north on Adobe to Sun Valley Drive. A big change this year is the location of the announcer stand. 
For many years, the announcers were set up on Adobe Road, across the street from City Hall, almost at the end of the parade. This year, the announcers, Z1077's own Gary Dineau and Cody Joseph, will be on the highway in front of the new Freedom Plaza near the start of the parade. Parade entry judging will be done at the formation area, and Dineau and Joseph will announce the award winners as they approach the sound booth. Website upgrades are coming to Z1077FM.com. Assignment reporter Robert Hayden joins us with a quick overview of what you can expect. We're going to be launching a revised version of the website in the coming weeks, but first and foremost, we want to let you know that the news and stories you come to Z1077 for every day will be in the same spot and just as easy to find and read. If your morning routine involves scrolling through Z1077 for the local news while listening to the morning show, that won't be interrupted. Our goal is to enhance your experience to give you easier access to the news, events, and coverage you've come to expect. You may have noticed a few changes already. We have bylines and reporter bios on our stories now, so you can get to know who is out there reporting for you. We're going to have longer stories and more ways to listen, including listening to individual stories as well as news as a podcast. New sections on the website will include arts and entertainment, sports and community events to make it easier for you to find different events around the high desert. And podcasts, our regular podcasts, plus highlights from the morning show and more. We're a small but dedicated team. We want to listen to your feedback as well. As the website gets refreshed and upgraded, you can reach out directly to website at z1077fm.com. We won't be able to answer or incorporate every suggestion, but we value what the community has to say about how they get their local news. We'll have a longer version of this story with some screenshots of past and future websites. You know where, at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is assignment reporter Robert Hayden. And finally, the 29 Palms Lady Cats volleyball teams hosted the Rams from Desert Mirage last night. The JV team came out strong, winning the first set 25-17, then dropped the second set 17-25. The third set also went to the Rams 9-15. Anissa Yusu led the team with three kills. Carolyn Morning had two kills and five ace serves. Laya Pride had one kill, two ace serves, and six assists. The varsity squad took on the Rams for the battle for third place, winning the first set 25-23 and the second set 25-18. The Cats came up short in the third set, losing 17-25 and the fourth set 22-25. But in the fifth set, the Cats put it away, winning 15-9. Junior Kyla Palpalotic led the Cats at the net with 15 kills, 5 ace serves, 13 digs, and 10 assists. Senior Gabby Wonderly was also big at the net with 10 kills and 5 digs, Senior Zamira Mosqueda had nine kills, two aces, and solid defense. Sophomore Jenica Silvis had one block, six kills, seven digs, and 24 assists for the night. The Cats are now 8-5 to five in league and are now tied with the Rams for third. The Cats host the Trojans from Yucca Valley tonight. JV starts at 3.30 and Varsity starts at 4.45. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.